This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. President Biden announced that the United States would ban importation of Russian oil. According to Forbes, Russian oil represented just 3.5% of U.S. oil imports in 2021. This trade in Russian oil was worth $4.7 billion, down 45% from a decade ago. This is a percentage of our oil imports, not the percentage of our oil consumption. This is a relatively small but not insignificant amount, but the pressure was there from the U.S. public opinion to eliminate it. Congress was considering a bill to ban Russian oil imports. The train had left the station as Biden jumped on. Congress has been pretty irrelevant, so that gives them a chance to look and act important. Due to the fracking, our oil imports have fallen over 62% since 2008. Shell losing $3 billion, Exxon losing $14 billion, and BP losing $25 billion did not have to be asked to exit Russia, but did so voluntarily with billions in investment there evaporating almost overnight. Maybe former Exxon CEO and ex-Secretary of State Rex Tillerson will send back the Russian freedom medal that Putin gave him. The oil majors can absorb the loss and our big boys taking the hit well. Shell even apologized for one wayward cargo of oil that arrived pledging no more. There is already a de facto ban of Russian oil as many buyers are looking elsewhere for their supply. That is why the price has gone up and could go higher. Before the war, Russian crude and refined product exports totaled 7.5% of world's oil demand. China doesn't have the capacity to buy all the Russian oil now going to Europe. Germany cannot shut off Russian oil and gas without a lot of help from somewhere. So this is a logistics problem looking for a solution. 57% of our imported oil comes from Canada, worth almost $76 billion, and it would be time to rethink building that Keystone XL pipeline. Doubt, though, that Biden will go over the heads of the environmentalists to bring it back. 9.8% of our imported oil comes from Mexico and 6.6% from the Saudis. We need to rethink our oil energy security and all outsourced imports. I would prefer more Canadian oil to opening our market again to either Venezuela or Iran. If they get cash, it would not be long until we are spending more than their oil is worth on national defense against these adversaries. Tactical measures conflict with strategic thinking if we just exchange where we buy our oil from between the least bad adversary of the moment. Forbes says that while Russia makes up a tiny portion of our oil imports, that they make up 21% of our gasoline imports, more than any other country. Gosh, does anyone have any ideas on how we could reduce our dependence on imported Russian gasoline? When the ethanol industry was first developing, one of the strongest arguments for biofuels was the energy security component that they gave to the United States. Better to grow it than pay our enemies for gas. Somehow or another, the national security aspect promoting the ethanol narrative faded away. There was also environmental security in that ethanol plants are not located on the coast, vulnerable to hurricanes, as are petroleum refineries. There were U.S. generals who lobbied for biofuels due to the logic for energy security. The Pentagon was one of the strongest adopters of biofuel use and practiced what they preached. Former Supreme NATO Commander, four-star General Wesley Clark said, By expanding our use of ethanol today, we can make immediate progress in three vital areas, greater energy independence, a stronger American economy, and a cleaner environment, unquote. 
It is absurd that Americans would rather import oil and gasoline from Russia, Venezuela, and Iran than allow year-round E15 to be sold. We criticize Europe's dependence on Russian oil and gas while we do nothing about ours. The carbon score given Midwest ethanol by California's carbon board is ridiculous, so they punish themselves with foolish policy. They should love Iowa more than Russia, but most Russian oil imports enter California while they bar our ethanol. Like it or not, Ukraine is a proxy war between the West and Russia. Russia is a glorified gas station with 40% of its federal budget revenue coming from its oil and gas sector. Much of that gets spent on its military, which threatens the West, requiring higher defense spending from NATO. The West is letting Putin drag it around by its nose out of fear and deference to the loss of Russian energy. The oil industry has done a good job of undermining Western national energy security as every barrel they import has a defense spending surcharge attached to it. Speaking of surcharges, there was about a $500 fuel surcharge attached to my most recent trucking bill to haul corn to the ethanol plant. I am glad to pay it if that is my contribution to helping the United States become less dependent on foreign petroleum and to winning the war in Ukraine. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 